Hi guys, you're listening to Real Life Scenarios with Nora and Tams. Hi guys. Hello. Welcome back to Real Life Scenarios. A podcast where we talk about anything and everything. Yes. Um, What's this, episode 20? Seven uh, now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I know, know. But we've come a really long way. We've almost done it for a year. I know. Uh, can you believe that? Because we started October 2019. Mm-hmm. Was it 2019? Yeah, yeah 2019. 2019. Yep. And now we are in June 2020. I know, right? It's crazy when you think about it. I know, it. man. It doesn't feel like we've done it for so long, but I don't know. I've I've been enjoying doing it, so... It's all, it's all yeah. good. No, it has been fun, you know, especially with these tough times and stuff. We've tried to just kind of battle through it, you know, <laughs> like warriors. <Yeah>. Literally, <laughs> literally like that. Um, but how's it going? How's everything? It's just too hot. It's so hot. Yes. I can't deal with it anymore. It's just so hot. And like, I'll be working out in the heat as well. So I've just been fucking sweating and sweating and sweating. It's, do you know what it is though? It's like... It's not a nice heat where, you know, when you go abroad and like you, you want it to be like 35 degrees because it's a different mm-hmm. kind of heat. Yeah. But here it's like, it's just the pollution and then you're just like, you know. It's, it's horrible. It's, it's suffocating. Yeah, and it's really humid. This is why I only enjoy being in the heat when I'm at the beach because you can always go into the sea to cool off and it, it's fine. But when you're like in the city, mm-mm. Yeah, I'm just lucky we don't get like mosquitoes here because back home we get bare mosquitoes, like so many yeah, the big ones. Horrible. Have you been seeing on social media what's been happening in um in Yemen? Yes, I have a slight idea. Um, I mean now it's just gone down a bit. You know, there's not much um news about it now, but it hasn't hit BBC News or Sky News or anything like that. So, I mean, what's happening over there is just crazy, and I really, really feel for them. Yeah, definitely. And for those of you that don't know, I mean, you can just go on Google and search what's happening on there. Because I, I feel like I'm not really knowledgeable on this, so I don't want to... But what, okay, in your own words, because sometimes when, you know, the stuff they say is a bit like, okay, hold a second, what is actually going on? But in your own words, what is going on? What is going on from what I've read is that um, a civil war has broken out and the Saudi, the Saudis are basically bombing Yemen um, which has left them with nothing and people are starving, like literally starving that to a point where they're eating leaves. It is sad. And it, when you just see their children where they're, it's just bones. It's just fucking bones. And then we were so privileged that we have an option to choose what we want to eat. And th- obviously that's not our fault. We're, we're privileged. Yeah. So that's a good thing. But the fact that, you know, we're so privileged to the fact that we're like, okay, I'm just going to Uber Eats and I'm going to have a choice. Or maybe yeah, I don't basically. feel like having that. Yeah. And all that food, when you think about how much food is wasted. And surprise, surprise, who is funding for all these weapons? The UK and the US. Um, I don't know if there's any other countries. And I get it. They're trying to make money, but you are literally just the middleman killing people off. That's what it is. Yeah. We, we've spoken about this before where I've said to you, if I was to give you a knife, and you kill someone, I'm st- I'm still gonna be you know going to prison for that, even though you did the yeah, killing. Yeah, exactly. But it's different when you if you talk about war or selling weapons, because at the end of the day, the UK doesn't really care 
if you think about it. They don't care because they're trying to get money out of it. Well, of course they don't care. It's not even on the BBC News. They're not even mentioning it. I feel like any sort of, like, news that is, like, other than the UK, um, unless Mm. it's, like, a really big thing, I feel like it just doesn't make the news because I just don't feel like, you know, I just don't feel like they care enough. Um, They probably don't care. No. As long as they're they're Um, healthy, they've got their money, as long as they've got food on their plate. Other than that, it's all nothing, basically, to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, what we can do as the public is there's so many charities out there you know helping people in Yemen um and I don't know I don't know if anything can be done I don't know if you saw a post where it was saying how coronavirus is basically gonna um wipe out Yemen from the map yeah I saw yeah I did see that but you know what there's 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 so many people out there starving to to that extent that we we don't know about yeah it's true but like you said did you know there's there's people that are still living like the cavemen yeah there's an island, I think, in Brazil or somewhere where they literally... They attack anyone are... that comes onto the island. Yeah, yeah. I saw this. Crazy. When I saw the documentary, I was like, I can't believe people in this day and age are still living like that. They had never even seen a mirror. Oh, I don't know about Or a lighter. That. No, there was one. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but I'll send it to you later. Um, this is, I think it was about 10 years ago, maybe. Anyways, one a white guy went down yeah. there. And he like showed them mirrors, lighters. But how did they? What things. I don't understand is how did they manage to, like, talk to them? Communicate. Because yeah, I because don't apparently know. from what I heard is that as soon as they see you coming on a boat, they start shooting bow bow and arrows to you, literally like yeah, at you. Have you seen the videos? Yeah, them? it's crazy. It's scary. Yeah. Apparently, one guy tried to do it and he actually died. I don't know. They, I think they had an inside guy from doing this. I think it was an inside guy that obviously had come out or something. And then a white guy went there. Because I don't know how else it would have been done. Because that's risky. But, yeah, it's risky. But I was just still shocked, Tams, the fact that there's people that still live like this. And maybe that's my... Because I'm ignorant in that aspect. And I don't realise it. But, fuck. I don't know. Because I... There was a documentary that I saw, um, and it was a British family who, I think they used to live, I don't know, somewhere down down south, and they had migrated to um, an island, and they're basically like living like tribes people, so they have no internet, no nothing, they fish for their food, they, they basically left the UK in order to have a better life over there, and they have, um, I think, two children, um... But how, how do you then educate your children? Themselves. Do you then give them a choice in the future to say, right, you can go into the real world, but you've never Yeah, that's what they people. were basically saying, um, you know, whenever they want to but leave. You put yourself in those kids' shoes. But no, though. but they were really happy. These weren't like children, children. They're like, I think, I don't know, like 14, 15, that sort of oh, age. Oh, so they had been around people before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They were, they were mm. brought up here. And they had lived the life and they all just kind of just, just decided let's just live a simpler life because apparently they were like in so much debt and they were like, you know what, there's no point. So they literally don't have that much money. Um, they will just get luck like, of their boat and then they'll row off, row off to the closest, I don't know, food store and get a few things yeah. in. But like they live it so simple and they said they prefer it like that. No phones, Fair no enough. internet no working for other people you just work for yourself all of that i mean i don't think i could no I neither can i i could separate myself from everyone no because i think in order for me personally for me to develop i need to be around people i can't be around just my only my family 
and agree. that's it. Like I need, I need to experience other things. I need to, you know, be involved in other things. It's just I don't know. You just I don't know. I wouldn't mind like living in the countryside. You know, I'm fine with that. But even that's pushing it for me. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say like I don't know if I can live in the countryside. Maybe when I'm like old and can't be bothered to do anything. Yeah, have my own farm, peaceful peaceful life. As yeah, but I'm so used to hearing police sirens and yeah, in the city, in the city. You know, I love it. I really love it. To be fair, though, we live in a good city because ours is quite calm and it's not that loud. Yeah, but where if you go to where my boyfriend is, it's fucking loud there all the time, and you've got crackheads walking around all the time. Even when my boyfriend lives, it's quite noisy as well. Like here, you won't have any shops open past like ten eleven. Unless it's like a Sainsbury's, they're open till max 11. But there will be no corner shops, no chicken and chip shops, mm-hmm. nothing like that. We have literally nothing. So yeah, when we used to come to back... sorry. So sorry yes. a bit, you know, calm. Yeah, so when we used to come back on a night out, we'd be like, oh yeah, let's go get some food. No, no, you, you, there was no chance. No. <laughs> Basically, you <laughs> We starved. had to go like out of the ends to yeah. go and get food. Yeah. Anyway, so I've got a crazy story sent in to us. Um... Now, Tams hasn't seen this story. She doesn't see most of the crazy stories, so it's no, funny to hear your response. Right, so, I have a crazy story, or should I say a freaky story? I went on a work training for six weeks, and during this time, I ended up having a one-night stand with a colleague. In brackets, don't do it. I know I shouldn't, <laughs> I know I shouldn't have done it, because with colleagues, it can get complicated. So after that night of the hanky-panky, he messaged me saying that he really likes me and he would do anything for me. Bear in mind, I, I had known the guy for one week. What the fuck? Oh my God, Long okay. story short, he came outside my room one night, banging really loudly, trying to get me to open the door. I pretended to be asleep. I ended up calling my cousin just so I could have someone on the phone with me because it was a bit freaky. He went knocking on all the other doors at the apartments and started crying, telling people that he loves me and oh asking God. them why I don't want to be with him. He's so creepy and possessive that I had to lie and say that I got back with my ex. I can't have anything else happen between us. He still thinks that there's a chance, but it's not going to happen. Since this, he's been um, texting me and calling me and I've told him to leave me alone, but he doesn't get the message. Oh my God. That's just bored, like borderline fucked up. Like why... Why? How? How do you fall in love with someone so quick? I would shit to myself if I had someone like knocking around for me. But I remember a time where you were with me. We went out and it was my ex and um, I was giving back something of his. Do you remember? And Oh my God, he, yes. He, no, Nora went to go. Story time, guys. <laughs> just just putting the other one to a side because it's kind of similar. So me and Nora went out um, and we saw my ex there and we knew he was going to be there because I wanted to give back something of his. And um, it wasn't stalking. He was actually like, he invited us out because we were still kind of talking terms. And so I went and wanted to, you know, I wanted to give something back of his because um, it was a lot of money. So I said, you know, he deserves to get his money back or whatever. He wants to keep it. So Nora went and give, gave it to him. He chucked it. Um, and then we was like, okay, let's go. Um, turns out he was really, really pissed. So we like forgot like was like fuck this don't take the lift just go down the stairs because <laughs> yeah. they had lifts there didn't they we were like no it's, yeah. too, it's taking too long so we were like running downstairs um because he was a big guy and I had my car as well at the time and we were like going towards the where I parked my car and I went to open it 
<laughs> and we sat in and the next thing you know I see my ex running towards the car I mean this full is before charge. we sat in the car oh was it yeah don't you remember because we quickly got into the car you she threw her keys and I must have sat on them and then he he came to the car and started punching the window yeah then I got freaked out and she was like, where's my keys? Where's my keys? I, was like, I don't oh, know why I chucked it, though. It, I think it was just like, a good... happened really quick. It just happened really quickly. Um, it was scary. And I was just like, go. Just speeding yeah. down the road. I shut. I did shit myself. I'm not going to lie. Nora started like, crying. I was <laughs> so tanned. You know why? I was so nervous because he looked like... He, there was no soul in his eyes. You know when someone's angry? Yeah, and their eyes turned proper red. Black. His eyes were, you could not see his pupils. He, he was, was mad. He was yeah. so angry and he, and he kept punching the window. And I thought, oh my God, if he gets Tams now, and he's going to grab her by her throat or something. <laughs> then what the fuck am I going to do? Try and punch <laughs> this guy who's so tall and so much bigger than me. Like, yeah. It I, was, I was scary. Panicking. It was scary. Um. But I just, I was really angry the fact that he was trying to punch my window. I was scared, I'm not going to lie. Um, but the fact that he was like trying to damage my window and shit, I was like, what the hell? But what I didn't understand is that he knew it was over. So it's like as if he invited Possessive. us out to kind of get back with me, but he mm-hmm. clearly knew. Anyway, back to the story. Um, I know how you feel. <laughs> yeah, Being I in mean, a similar situation, a... but a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That is a, a crazy story. It's a fucked up story. I think you should try and avoid this person. I don't know if you finished your training or not, but try and avoid them. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. Like get one. Of, even if you don't have a man, try and get your friend. Like change your uh, friend's name to a guy's name and get her to call you and just pretend that's your man. Just True. so that he can understand. Just try in a different way and like just when you see him, kind of like just nod your head, like acknowledge him, because if you just ignore him, he's gonna get even more pissed off simple as um so just acknowledge him and then once you see he's like calmed down a bit then kind of slowly talk to him but he don't you guys are on a training thing for a long time I don't know how Mm. far along you are now but you've got to complete this thing you know your career comes first guys come after you know so I wonder now if all her colleagues know most likely if he's banging on people's doors and shit they must know that is embarrassing oh look the one night stander yeah yeah, no, that's not nice. Shit, man. Well, good luck to you. Give us an update. Let us know how it goes. Yep, definitely. But yeah, right. Should we do um a couple of Instagram questions and then we can get onto the emails? Yes. Do you believe in law of attraction? Yes. Um, I don't know. I think yes. I think having a positive mind does does do things to you, but. I don't think that's everything. Okay. Like, for example, with the law of attraction, you have to be positive thinking and you have to believe that you can achieve that thing. Or, for example, with law of attraction, if you imagine the car that you really want and you imagine yourself sitting in the car, smelling the car, feeling it, and the feeling that you would get when you, if you are inside the car. Law of attraction says, if you believe all those things, you will get it. I believe in a few things, right? I know there's like three like three laws of attraction, they say. Um, but I wouldn't say all of them. Okay. I believe that if you have a positive mindset, 
I believe you can get something in life. It can't be mm-hmm. whatever you want because that's just life. But I do believe, you know, have a positive thinking um, and having a goal and achieving for it. I think that is doable. But yeah. like sitting in the car, spelling it and be like, yeah, this is the car I'm going to get. Unless you have an ambition in life and you're working very close towards it, then maybe, you know, you can't you never say never. Anything mm. is possible. You know, nothing is impossible unless you make it like that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think anything, you can achieve anything if you actually put work into it. Yeah. I think it's a different thing when you're just thinking about it or dreaming about it, daydreaming. Oh, I, I could have millions one day. No, if you're actually working towards your millions, I believe you could achieve that. Yeah, nothing you in know? life is free. Literally nothing. And I, I think a lot of people going, you know, into business or whatever it is, you know, in a relationship and going into that thinking, oh, this will be great. And but then they don't make an effort mm-hmm. or they just sit back and they're just like, yeah, whatever, you know. Let me ask no. you a question. Do you Go think, um, just saying, you know, about positive thinking and all that, mm-hmm. do you think it's right for people to um, show off their positive like their positiveness, mm. if you know what I mean. So they thought they dreamt about the object that they, I'm not going to say what, but I'm going to say the object that they wanted um, materialistic wise. and Like showing off like showing a Rolex off. or something. Yeah, example, anything. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Something materialistic. I think if you do it once, I don't think it's a problem. You know, like mm-hmm. for example, there's a bag that I really, really want, you know. And if I was to show that, I don't know, an Instagram picture. I would do it once. Yeah. But I'm not going to show it again and again and again because I don't need to prove it anymore. I've got it. Of course. You know, and it's not really about proving. It's just to show, look what I've achieved. Yes, Um, exactly. And this bag is not like it's a thousand pounds. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. And I say to myself, when I become successful to that point, I'm going to buy one because that's what I want. Yeah. I don't think you should show everything off. No. No. I think like... If it's a house, something which is in the future. What about cars? You you're really into cars. I'm very into cars, but I I do not show off anything like that. If it was something that I, because I'm into like modifying cars, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done it with my car at the moment, but with the past six seven cars that I've had, I've always modified modified it, and I have never shown it off. Um, yeah unless like with my ex-husband um he was into doing the jobs basically um Mm -hmm. so he used to advertise it so you know he can do it for other people basically but I would never ever like post anything on Facebook any sort of social media WhatsApp anything like that because I just don't think it's necessary and plus I believe in bad eye and I believe in that I really believe in it you know I've I've had I think a car. Even people that love you can give you bad eye without 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 realizing it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because you think, oh my god, that's really nice. That's really nice, and then boom, that's it. Yeah. I, you know, I my last car I had a BMW, and it was so nice. I loved it, and it had such good music. Yeah, I had the exhaust done, all of that. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, it fucked up, yeah. and I had to sell it for cheap, so cheap, like hundreds. And I, you know, we spent a lot of money on it. So I do believe in bad eye and I don't think it's necessary for people to show off everything what they've got because at the end of the day, I don't feel like you're encouraging people to become like you. I feel mm. like you are encouraging them to dislike you because of the but way you're portraying it. what about in a business it. aspect? For example, if you have a business, you're self-employed 
and all like network marketing. Now, I know a lot of people in network marketing, you know, and a lot of them use a tactic. Okay, maybe I should use a different word. They use a process <laughs> of um, trying to gain people to show them this is what you could have if you work hard. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like a marketing tool. What do you think about that? Again, not with materialistic things. A house, yeah. It's something to be able to say it's yours. Because chances are, not in a not in a rude way, those cars are probably financed. They're not yours. They're a company's and you are just renting it. That's how it is. But eventually it will be yours. <laughs> eventually it will be yours. But in how many years? Four, five years, depending on how much, you know, you pay per month. You know, mm. I had a car on finance and, you know... I, you know, I'd say it's mine, but is it actually mine? No. And no, not until you pay off. Exactly. I think with a house, it's different. Mm. It's not materialistic. It's your home. It's something that you live in. It's something that you can, you know, have a, have a family and kind of thing. With a car, nothing. Watch. Nah. What's the point? What's the point of spending all that money when you can go get yourself a home? Yeah, true. But I don't know. I don't. Think or holidays. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with buying nice things. No, no, of course not. I think but if you have showing off is a different it, thing. Yeah, showing off. I mean, I get it. I think there's a certain point when you're just like, okay, maybe show something else off. You know, if exactly. You, if, is that the only thing that you have? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know? But then again, they might not want to show everything else, or they may not have everything else. Then don't but, show nothing at all. But that's why they say you got to fake it till you make it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't you've like got to act I don't a certain like way saying. to get to a certain place, um, and it's—I don't know—it's difficult because what about celebrities that do it? Yeah, but they don't you know, show like, just one thing. No, they don't. Like for they example, show many things. Yeah, that's true, and that's including a house. Mm. That's including their family. It's yeah. not just one single materialistic thing which can crash on you. <laughs> do yeah, you know what true. I mean? Um, something that you may have to sell later because you turn out to be broke. Yeah, you know. I mean, it, it's uh, it's all a persona. Social media, it's all a persona. You can be whoever you want to be. Yeah, you know, you can act in a certain way. And there's so many like you can buy so many fake shit out there. So many like I know girls who don't really work a proper nine to five and they have like designer bags. Where the fuck are you getting your designer bags from? Yeah, exactly. Because it's either fake or it's real. But if it's real, where are you spending over a grand when you don't mm-hmm. have food? Exactly. Like, I mean, I've, it's okay I've to show guys. things off. It's okay to show things off, okay? Like, you're proud of your purchase. But on a continuous basis is, mm. an, is, a, is another thing. Um, I think it's just to remind them to remind other people. <laughs> it's For them, it's like... Um, I'm showing this off because it gives me a certain level of status. You know, you know it's true that <laughs> you know it's true that when you see someone with money and has good things, generally people look at you differently. And it's unfortunate, but that's how shit is, you know. When you have designer things, fuck designer things, you have really expensive things, you know. Mm-hmm. People look at you differently. I've realized that with guys. Yeah. Guys do not dress, not all the time. They do not dress for females. They dress for other guys. Exactly. Like, 100% true. They go and buy Louis Vuitton bags and shoes and whatever the fuck it is, right? They spend so much money on these things. For who? To show that, to show another guy, oh, look, I got money. Mm-hmm. Even their friends. Yeah, even their friends. And it, and, and it's really silly because if you're not, you know, they say, oh, but I'm doing it for myself. 
I know people that have said this. Oh, but I'm not. I'm doing it for myself, not for girls, not for guys. Okay, fine, you're doing it for yourself. But at the same time, you also know that people are going to be looking at you because you've got an, an expensive whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess law of attraction is, it is real if you're going to work hard at it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we get on to the emails? Yeah. So the first email, the title is Losing the Spark. My husband and I have been together for 11 years. We have two kids and four years in, he cheated and it took me a little minute to forgive but I still always have that thought in the back of my head for the past seven years. If I'm enough, does he still find me sexy? Or is he just pushing through for the kids? Because trust me, I've done all the investigation. He's not cheating anymore, but I just hope I'm not holding on to someone that doesn't want me to hold on to them. He barely touches me anymore and I barely touch him because of his cheating. I don't know. I literally have no friends, nobody to really talk about this. I've been holding it for so long and I thought I'd just email you guys just to get your opinion. Well, that's, that's really sad. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, we always say this. And I'm going to start off by saying this because... we Communication. Say yes. <laughs> that's it. You need to communicate with him. Because if that's the case, let's just say, hypothetically, he's only staying with you for the kids. Look, it's 21st century, you know. People get divorced. And... Yeah. If you two can communicate with each other and decide, listen, maybe we don't want to be with each other, but we can be um, parents to our kids still. Like civil then, as well. Yeah, civil. Then maybe you may be happier. No, I totally agree. I mean, um, me and my ex-husband were like this. We kind of just lost the, I wouldn't say attraction for each other, but just kind of the the love Um and we tried to battle it out for as long as we could and you know there was days where I was trying harder and he wasn't trying at all or you know vice versa um and we had our kid together as well and you know sometimes things just don't work out for the best and you just kind of need to realize that and face facts and you know you can separate you don't have to get divorced and separation mm. just means that you just need your time apart and you can always go back to each other um you know if you guys miss each other and I th- think maybe what it is is you've been together for so long and then the spark normally dies so maybe a time apart might boost the spark again does that yeah. make sense yeah, yeah. and that's probably what it is so I mean, but don't... I also think, Tams, I think with this situation, I also think that cheating has really put your trust into a yeah. sticky situation where you do feel like shit. And although it's been seven years or however long you said, it doesn't like that doesn't matter because you're still going to feel like shit. I think when someone cheats, it's really hard to get. You may get over it, but it's always going to be at the back of your head. Always. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if like, if he's not even you know trying trying with you then something must have gone wrong mm. um in order for him to cheat i'm not saying that i'm not saying that you have done something wrong but i'm saying something must have gone wrong where he thought okay you know what i'm kind of done but obviously he he's done it the wrong four way years into the relationship yeah which is really messed up um but it's the when you said four years in is that four years in when you had the kids or four years into the relationship. So it's, you know, yeah, I it mean, all depends. Because I'm pretty sure if he cheated on you, you wouldn't have kids with him. Well, I don't know. 
you no, can do. Would. People you, forgive and try and move on, you know. You can do, but then, like, if you still have that trust issue, then you wouldn't have another kid, would you? <laughs> you know? Mm, some people do it because they're trying to fill, it, fill in a void. No, that's the wrong way to do it. Of, yeah, it's the wrong way, but people do it. People, for example, people... Let me get... You know, in Friends episode, when Chandler asked Monica to marry her when they had an argument. Oh, yes, yes. You know, some guys and some females are exactly the same. So instead of just having a normal conversation, they will say, let's have a baby. That will fix things. Mm -hmm. People assume that a baby or marriage or something big will fix things. When really it's like a distraction. Want, yeah, when really all you need is, is a conversation. Talk about how you feel. Explain this, this, this. He does the same thing. Okay, what's the resolution? What can we do? Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. And I know that can be the hardest part is opening yourself up to someone that may take advantage of you. No, I totally get I, that. I still think you can be in a commi committed relationship, long relationship, you can be in a marriage and I think that person that you that you claim to love can still abuse you and use you and just do fucked up shit to you. Use your feelings and, you know, I, I don't know. I think you should be very, very um, careful in, in the words that you choose to say to him. Yeah, but, and the fact that you said that it makes you feel better just telling us, you have got some real deep shit that's shit that's going in your head. Exactly, you need to let out all those feelings in that bottle because what's going to happen is you're going to bottle it all up and then you're just going to explode one day and then that's it, you know. So again, like Nora said, communication is the key. <laughs> Literally, honestly, guys. To you all out there listening, communication is so important in everything. You know, if someone's upset, try and talk to them. But some people don't like to be spoken to. It's hard because I think men, like, for example, my, my boyfriend, he, he doesn't like to open up, mm -hmm. you know. So he's very closed and it's hard to read him sometimes. So I won't know if he's happy or sad or, you know, sometimes I won't know nothing. Yeah. But he could be really in, in a different type of mood. Um, so I think See, that's it's scary. That's what I'm saying. It is scary because with me, you know, with me, I wear my heart on my sleeve. If I'm mm -hmm. angry, you know. If I'm upset, you know. If I'm annoyed, you know. With me, I yeah. can't hide that shit. You though, Tam, you can hide it very well. Do you think so? I was just going to ask you. Yeah, because when you, when you had a divorce, around people, you was normal. Mm. Even though I knew, because I know you, but yeah. I knew that you was not in the right like space at the time yeah and so you're very good and you've been doing that since since i've known you since school see i don't realize it like i mean sometimes i can show that i'm pissed off because no, i want it to be wrong, you do show you yeah do when show i want it to be off. shown yeah. you know but yeah i think when it comes to like sadness and if i'm really upset and i feel a bit depressed and yeah i feel like i can hide it very well it's only because i don't want people to be like oh what's wrong talk to me talk to me i hate that yeah i and really hate saying, it maybe her man is the same thing the girl that sent the email. Maybe your man is exactly the same and he needs a nudge. Perhaps, yeah. You know, I don't know. What would help you? Me? Yeah, what would help oh. you? <laughs> I know you're talking to me. I don't know why I said me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just talking to the next person next to me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Just exactly what you said. Just It's just the communication and asking them where things have gone wrong. I would... I would say, you know, have I done something wrong? I would ask him that question. Um, and just take it from there. Everything will flow. Because mm. whatever answers you get, 
the questions will arise. But what if he, what if she is the type that wants to argue? I'm not saying she is, but what if? And so then he's used to just saying, oh, nothing, nothing's wrong with me. Well, then she needs to pipe the fuck down. If you wanted to sort things out, you need to talk in a civil manner because otherwise yeah, you're not yeah. going to get anywhere. You know, you need fighting. To make him feel comfortable enough to be honest. Exactly. And like counseling. I know that never men will never really go. For no, it. Really uh, do you know how many times I tried to do that with my ex? Oh my god, it just like waste of fucking time. I feel but like why though? What's wrong with what's wrong with guys? Because they don't want to talk. They don't want to talk with another person with another person there. they would probably find it embarrassing and then if they have done something wrong they feel like they're going to be judged that's what it is probably because they want to cry and then they don't want to cry in front of people but maybe maybe there's nothing wrong with crying crying makes you feel better afterwards exactly and I just feel like you know you know you need to talk at home first Mm -hmm. if that doesn't work and you keep trying and trying I wouldn't say give up on the first go give it 10 15 goes right of talking and then if you feel like okay it's not gonna work then try the mediation but bear in mind it's an optional thing he can turn around and say no Mm -hmm. so i mean that's what i'm saying keep trying and trying and trying and i know i'm not i'm not trying to say that you should try all the time but if you feel if you can see him you know wanting to talk then have that you know have that time to actually sit down and talk yeah. And do it when the kids are asleep or maybe send the kids off to their grandparents or whatever, you know, someone mm-hmm. to look after them where it's just, you know, you and him because you don't want any distractions and fucking bolt the door because chances are he's going to try and make a run for it. <laughs> <laughs> Always try and get out of the situation, you know? Yeah. You really need to have that conversation. That's what it boils down to. And don't let his actions make you feel unattractive or, you know, because she said something about she doesn't know if he finds her attractive or what did she say? Something like that. Um, it's that he doesn't touch her anymore. Oh, he doesn't touch her. Right. Okay. Well, but you don't touch want... him. Is that what she said? Yeah. She said he barely touches me and I barely touch him because of his cheating. Right. So there you go then. And that's does he know issues. that? Does he know that you know? Right. Mm, that's dun, dun, dun. You don't <laughs> know because she hasn't, she hasn't um, um, mentioned it. Okay. So... Well, let's just assume that he doesn't. That no, let's just assume assume that he does know that she knows. Okay. Um, so he probably doesn't want to touch you because he feels like you don't want to be touched. Yeah, that's the thing. Because you're not touching him. See, it's all a, or what's that? I can't even think of the word, but like it's that vibe that you that you send off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about yeah. that. And so. also the fact that you're saying that if he if you've been with him for seven years, he cheated four years ago, or whatever it was, four years. That means you are still not over it. Yeah. And also, also just just to mention as well, um, you said is he you you asked if you know he think if you think he's just pushing through for the kids, but if you're if he's cheated on you and you clearly don't trust him, then why stay mm-hmm. with him? So are you just pushing through for the kids? That's a good point. That's a good good point. You need to. Is it him or is it you or is it both? Or is it, it sounds both? like it sounds like it's both of them. I think from what it sounds like is that she's, let's say she's found out and I'm not saying cheating is right. No, it's not. But if you're mm-hmm. going to, if you're going to act on it and like, like take them back and then take them back, then you got to, you got to be normal about it. Yes. Fair enough. You're going to have some sort of, um, you know, these moments where you're going to think back on it and be like, oh my God, yeah, he did this, but 
do you really have to show it? No, because you have made the decision of taking him back. Therefore, you have partially forgiven him. That's what it is. And if you are saying, you know, he's not touching you, probably because he feels embarrassed. Yeah, you may need to make the first move. You have to fix Exactly. You have to make the first move. Because at the end of the day, he can leave if he wants to. He's kind of, you know, you both have the upper hand here. So both of you are pushing through for the kids for the sound of things. And if that's what you want to do, then fine. But you both have to work together on it. I think if you push on for kids, I honestly think you'll never be happy. Because yeah. your kids, by the time your kids turn 18 or whatever, they go, they go leave, you know, then what? It's going to be you two. And you've lived exactly. your 20 years with him or whatever. Miserable. Do you really want that? Like, that's not fair. No, it's not worth it. At the end, at the end of the day, because he could you find someone and yeah. then you could find someone better. So what's the point? Why waste your life like that? Exactly. And your kids, if, if they, you both want to be involved, you can both still be involved in the kid's life and your kids will grow up fine as long as they have you. And then also, your kids will think that it's okay for your behaviour. Oh, Yes. How they will like, think that is so true because they will grow up and say, "Oh, my parents never did this or this and this." They, so they, okay they didn't speak to each other. Yeah, they slept in different rooms. They think you know they think it's okay, so they won't act on it when they get themselves in a relationship. So you need to think about that as well. You want to push through for the kids, fine, but you're gonna have to act like you guys are a decent couple and you love each other and you show all that you know. Yeah. Because you got to think about the kids. Mm, that's a difficult one. Well. Hopefully we gave you some good tips for you to take on board and, and you know, escalate this issue further. Yep. Good luck with that. Good luck. Shall we wrap this up now? Yeah. So keep sending in your emails to reallifescenarios.pc at gmail.com. Yes. And follow us on Instagram at real underscore life scenarios. And follow us on all our other platforms as well. Spotify, Apple Music and all of that. And leave us a review. Any feedback would be appreciated we accept criticism (laughs) kind of criticism (laughs) no we do we do accept all that kind of palaver yes (laughs) all right then well thank you guys for listening we will catch you in the next one bye guys bye